The first cell phone was demonstrated in 1973 by Martin Cooper. You know what wasn't demonstrated? Shared plans. Over 50 years later, you can save on one line thanks to Visible. When you switch to Visible, the wireless company that makes wireless visible, you can get a one-line plan with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon for just 25 bucks a month, taxes and fees included. No hidden fees. No, really. You can look around for them. They're not there. Switch now at Visible.com. Save on wireless without the hassle. Switch to Visible today and save at Visible.com. Monthly rate on the Visible plan for data management practices and additional terms. Visit Visible.com. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Buntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Buntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. all sense of reality and enter another world. Remember, do not underestimate the power of PlayStation. Beyond! 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 What's up, everybody? Welcome to Podcast Beyond, episode 242, the annual E3 prediction podcast, your favorite. Uh, I'm one of your hosts, Greg Miller, alongside, he only does everything, Colin Moriarty. Holy jeez, I wanted to lick him. <laughs> PlayStation powerhouse, Ryan Clements. Me, 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 me. And the dark knight of news, Andrew Goldfarb. It's me. Uh, Dark Knight of News. <laughs> I like how you're you're in your uh, Tom Welling Smallville outfit. You're I, not, I'm, you're I'm not the a... red blue blur today. <laughs> <laughs> can you can you lower my headphones? No. Can you just shut up? Jesus. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> I forget how do we even do that anymore. I, don't know, this but, I feel like my ears are gonna get blown the, out. Uh, I think we just I think we turn on everybody here. Right, that's, that's good. That's better. Is that okay? That's better. Right. That's better for Excellent. everybody, and then we're all fine. I couldn't hear myself anyway, so I'm fine. I can <sighs> hear you. Cool. Thank in you. In my dreams. It's been a good week. All right. That's it. Final week before E3. Stressful for sure. Stressed out there? Stressed out there? Me? Yeah, we're sharing uh, the same no, I'm, dream. I'm feeling good. I feel like I'm, I'm going to be really stressed out, probably. Are you ready for E3, you think? Yeah. Is your first ready E3? as I'll ever be. First E3 oh, wow. ever? This is my fifth E3. First, e- well, f- first E3 ever, I think. <laughs> yeah. It, this I is think my... you're confused. I think it's your first E3. <laughs> this, okay. It, this is my first E3, then. Yeah. You, you approve of Alexandra I, I think, Daddario? I think, I think she's lovely. Yeah. Just be- beautiful lady. Hook me up. No, that yeah. picture's weird. Why'd you bring up that no, picture? No, look at how... She's got stunning eyes. Yeah, Let me see. Who's this? Hey, guys. She's on Twitter. I don't know her Twitter name, but look up Alexandra Daddario and tell her to go on a date with me. <laughs> Can we start? Go she on does a have stunning eyes. Stunning eyes. Go, with, go on a date with she uh, was born Andrew Goldfarb. When I was just Googling for her to find you that picture, it said her birthday was like 10 days after mine. So. Oh, well, look at that. We're a good match. We do have a joint birthday party. Yep. So anyway... Uh, yeah, I'm ready for E3. I'm yeah. excited about Colin, it. Colin, are you ready for E3? Oh, this is Alexander Jagario, a girl that doesn't wear many clothes. <laughs> Jagario? <laughs> uh, am I ready for E3? Yeah. Uh, as ready as I ever am. Yeah. Mm. Interesting. Interesting. I hate E3, so. Oh, oh, just get it over with. Don't be one of those yeah, people. Oh, I don't be one of those. Everyone you know, that goes to E3 We don't hate E3. I, it's I've just never, like, don't even, be one of those, Even guys. when I was... Now, I, I understand that now, yeah. during E3, my position has changed, but what, back in the day... When I was one of you guys, just writing away, I loved it. I don't. <laughs> one of you people. One of you people. There are two things I like about it. Get close to that mic. I told you. I mean, I'm as close as I'm ever going to get. Right, yeah. well, use a big boy. Please. We're really... All right. There we go. There are two things I like about E3. <laughs> yeah. Press conferences. Uh-huh. They're great. They're great, especially when we go to them. And obviously, Greg and I will be at the Sony press conference on Monday. And being with everyone, kind of as as it's everyone's mentality just breaks down yeah. as the week goes by, and everything just, just becomes more and more stupid. That's pretty much just funny. But like. 
it's tough. It's E three is rough. Oh, yeah, E three is rough. It's it's very difficult, but I still th- I still enjoy it, even though it's you know. Yeah, it's difficult. I'm I'm excited to meet Shuhei Yoshida. This is gonna be my first time. Oh, yeah. oh yeah. So should we should we the let the cat out of that bag? I guess we kind of already did. I guess uh, about what? that we're gonna have. We have a specific you know day that we'll have Shuhei on. Uh, yeah, we've been asking questions on the show. Remember and writing them on the phone. We have oh, a list right. of we have that's a list right. of podcasts. I've been gone, and you I think I'm still drunk for my vacation too. Jeez. You look like you're drunk. <laughs> still going on that, huh? Several days later. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Just totally drunk. Uh, speaking of being gone, Colin, mm. you were gone last week. Eric Layden swooped in. He swoped. said, "What's up? Swooped. It's he here. I'm Eric Layden, voice of Cole. Get me some Twitter followers. Uh, he needed. He wanted us to get him 500 Twitter followers. He yes. was at two two three three. So he needed to go to two seven three three. We let it out to the Beyond fans. Of course, you can follow him at Eric at Eric Layden, all one word. And you guys responded within 24 hours, giving him well over the 500 he needed. His current Twitter col- follower count is four two five seven. Oh my god! So you you're amazing. welcome, you Eric Layden. Quite well. <laughs> quite well. It's a pretty good bump. Yeah, that is that's a the good podcast bump. Beyond Bump. That's the dedication of you, listener. Thank you so much for your help. Yes, you thank think? you. I bet, I bet Shuhei Yoshida followed him. Unfollowed yep. him and refollowed him just to feel like <laughs> yeah, he was helping us out. Okay, so Alexandra Daddario oh is A A Daddario on Twitter. A-A. I like how you say Daddario like that. So okay. that's the part. Wait, that's let me see if I guess how to spell it. Okay, is it D I D A R I O? No, no, it's A A uh, and then D A D D A R I O. Duh, Daddario. Yeah. Okay. So everyone needs to tweet at whatever the hell he just said. Yeah. Hey, I heard at Garfep loves you. Please go on and yep. talk with him. On Podcast Beyond. I heard on Podcast Beyond. She's going to yeah. call yeah. the cops on you. <laughs> Many Stop women me. have. <laughs> yep. Let's begin the show with what is and whatever will be the rope report. That doesn't even make any sense. There are 21 items on the Roper of Oh, wow. My God. As, <laughs> as, uh, as we do often, we'll play a game of I Doubt It or I Guarantee It since uh, the list is so long. Yeah, see uh, see all the so fat you could have cut from this so steak. <sighs> We're going to start with the biggest story of the week. I doubt it! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was enthusiastic. 505 Games has announced a sequel to 2010's Naughty Bear. Entitled Naughty Bear Panic in Paradise, the game will be downloadable and will be available on both XBLA and PlayStation Network later this fall. Same developer. It yeah. amazes me. Same developer who changed their name after the original Naughty Bear. Yes. Christopher Stewart writes into beyond.ign.com. My only thought concerning Naughty Bear, will Behavior Interactive change their name after this one horrifies us all? <laughs> <laughs> That's true. They did change their name after Naughty Bear. Uh, Colin, are you going to take the day off of work when that comes out? <laughs> no, but I'll probably review it. Um, no, you, no, you are way too... The same way I'm too into Infamous, you are too into Naughty Bear to review Naughty Bear. <laughs> he gives yeah. it a nine. <laughs> I never even beat the original Naughty Bear because I couldn't. Because it didn't, it didn't yeah, run, and, and it was you clipping through yeah. the floor. And well, this is what I've always said about Naughty Bear. First of all, I ham it up a little bit about Naughty Bear. We all know that. What happened to the oh, orange marker? Oh, oh, it's over there. Uh, but th- like, I think we can all agree. Maybe we can't all agree, but I think the Naughty Bear's premise is fucking awesome. It's like it's a really funny idea. It's totally unique. It's totally dark. If it's yeah. well executed, the Naughty Bear could be totally rad. Like, and, and I think the game sold really well. Considering like, how much development time they put into it, because and I'll well, tell sure, you why. You pay three guys to make I'll half t- a game. I'll tell you kidding, guys. To make that <laughs> well, game. here's two things. First of all, they would not have made a sequel if the game had no traction at all. And second <laughs> of all, the the box art was awesome for Naughty Dog. Naughty Bear I made the same mistake this yeah. morning. Um, like really good box art for that game. 
So I think that's probably why people were like, oh, that was an, an amazing, be terrible. This was an amazing exchange between you guys this morning when I'm just sitting down and I hear Colin go, oh, yeah, naughty dog back in paradise. <laughs> Wherever. What is it? Trouble in paradise? Uh, What's the official title? Uh, panic, panic, it's, panic in paradise. Panic in it's paradise. naughty bear again. That's a bad mistake to make. No, but it was no, just a mistake. He's, he's he was saying, oh, I'm yeah, fuck off naughty dog, uh, panic in paradise. And Greg just goes, read it again. I <laughs> 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 ruin this story <laughs> naughty naughty dog panic in paradise would be good yeah yeah evan it's wills like evan and christoph <laughs> evan and christoph have lost the, the design doc for uncharted 4 can you help them get it back um so that's got a stab fools so that's an i doubt it i guess from yeah me. well and i mean it's 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 a it, people want to talk about it you asked to do a playstation conversation you said no it's there's no no one's no one it is everyone is so busy right now? Damon's doing all his stuff. The video team is freaking out because they're I trying to do four rewind theaters. No one has time to come listen to us joke around about Naughty Bear. Let's do it on my iPhone and we'll, we'll talk about Naughty Bear. Okay, put it up on Twitter. Twitter exclusive. You got yep. the tweets. Um, all right, Twitter. Buddy. Now that that's let's go to all the lesser news now. Okay. Uh, number two, Sports <sighs> Champions Two has been announced and will be coming to PlayStation Three this fall. Obviously, it'll be a PlayStation Move game. We'll introduce five new games. Skiing, boxing, tennis, golf, and bowling. A revamped archery game will make its return from the original sports champions. Zindigi Games and Sony San Diego are again collaborating on the, plot, on the project. I guarantee you. That's fine. People like sports champions. Yeah, I wonder if I've played it. I wonder if you have. And I'm embargoed for some reason. Mm. Even though here's all the news. Mm. I hate that stuff. Uh, number three. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> A premium service for Battlefield 3, aptly titled Battlefield 3 Premium, will be available June 4th, according to a leaked document spotted by Eurogamer. It seems to be very similar to Call of Duty Elite in premise, promising early and free access to DLC, unique in-game items, weapons, and perks, and exclusive double XP weekends. It appears that it will cost $50 a year for American gamers, £40 for the British, and €50 for everyone else in Europe. I feel like uh, it's very smart for them to do that, but like they probably should have done it at launch, because like the the reason Call of Duty Elite did so well was because it, it, it... they incentivize people if they bought the special edition they got a free year of elite so it was a built-in value and like i think that's why there's or part of why there's so many subscribers for that well maybe they're trying to get it out right now in front of the next battlefield you know what i mean yeah same similar how you figure modern warfare th- no what was it shit black ops 2 was already out and then they did elite and then they did it for modern warfare 3 black ops 2 isn't out yet. yeah black ops 1 yeah. black ops 1 was out yeah yeah, yeah. what no. year is this <laughs> i'm friend <laughs> uh that then- one i had no strong opinion on Okay. It's yeah. one of some people care about that game. I know. Yeah. Do uh, any, do any of you in podcast beyond land? You don't strike me as the type. Scott Lowe and Tina did. And we got rid of them. So there you go. That's yeah. that. Yep. And uh, Peter. Also, that's it's a kiss of death. Yeah. I enjoy Battlefield. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> we want to talk about Naughty Bear and the new Ratchet game. Uh, number four. Rumors are circulating about Sony partnering up with or outright buying a cloud gaming service. Presumably, such a service would be available on PlayStation products. Various rumors point to, point to both OnLive and Gaikai as the services in question, though no one is certain which it will be. Perhaps some clarity will come at E3. Oh, I thought we had clarity. I thought Gaikai was talking about now they're on Sony devices or something. No, they're no. on Samsung devices. But Samsung, are, yeah. that's it. That gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. That There's um mean. yeah I don't know why like every time I hear about this rumor I'm like all excited I don't give a shit about it. like I don't know why I'm like oh man I can't wait to see what it is but. again if they can figure out a way to bring trophies to that that's awesome sure yeah. totally if it's if I can play PC games on through the PS3 mm-hmm. and get trophies with them that's awesome and totally rad and then I will sell that stupid Unlikely. tower I don't think yeah I don't think it will be PC Unlikely. games I think it will be a way to stream PS3 games so you will be able to play PS3 games without storing them locally on your hard drive 
that that's the, that doesn't the do anything for me. That exactly. Sell me. Like that's what I would expect this to well, be. We'll see if they, they there's any clarity. It seems like the, these rumors pretty much indicate that it's going to happen. So yeah, uh, I think the rumor yesterday was maybe Eurogamer or MCV or one of those MCV, guys yeah. that had said that like it's it's basically signed now. Yep. Um, I right. should hope so. Next week's E3. Well, you know these things go to what? the wire. <laughs> well, I keep hearing this term E3 and I have no idea what anyone's talking about. <laughs> Number five, we've known about Drinkbox Studios' new game Guacamelee for Guacamelee. some time, but what now we know that name. it will be exclusive to PlayStation 3 and PlayStation Vita. The Metroidvania-style side-scroller will support some sort of special functionality between PS3 and Vita and will come out this fall. Better yet, it will be playable at E3, so we'll have some impressions for you Yay! soon. What a good name. Yeah, that's an awesome name. Drinkbox, that name. that's one. Get on the ground floor of them. They're good guys. They did yeah. the Tales from Space games. So there's two already out, but the, the Vita one obviously was awesome, mm. and that's the one everybody talks about. So yeah. you can start acting like you know them and like Guacamole. What's Guacamole. the team that did the Zombies Through the Ages kind of game? That the is uh, Half Brick. Half Brick. Yeah. Got it. Age of Zombies, which they, of won't, zombies. they will never do anything again because then they were like, well, I guess we should make iPhone games too, and they made a little thing called Fruit Ninja, and they made a gajillion dollars, and they're like, fuck you, PlayStation Minis. We never have to worry about you again. Wait, our friends at Half Brick are the developers yep. of Fruit Ninja? Yep. The guy Wait, who, really? Phil Phil Larson who came over here and he's all like, please, re, please play this mini Echoes. And I was like, all right. And I played it. And then he's like, we're working on a zombie game. And I was like, all right, cool. And then all of a sudden they put out Fruit Ninja and their lives drastically changed. Wow. Yeah. I had no idea. Huh. Missed that one. If you uh, go to Google, Colin Campbell did a really cool interview with them about it. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. He talks to Phil too. If I go to Google. Yep. I'm right. sorry. If you go to IGN and use our search that doesn't work, you can find it. <laughs> Put in Phil Larson in the search box and look for whatever comes up. Some DVD review from 2002. <laughs> <laughs> Number six, according to a report from Wall Street Journal, sources inside Sony indicated to the newspaper that Sony was considering making its next console codenamed Orbis, an online-only solid-state device, but abandoned that approach during development. Wall Street Journal also notes that Sony intends on releasing the console in 2013. Yeah, I wonder why they didn't go with a solid-state device. Yeah, I feel like when they say considering it, it's like one guy brought it up in a meeting and they were like, shut up. And then yeah, it's like one of those things you have on the bullet list of things you might do. You know what I mean? When you're talking yeah. about it and qu- pretty quickly you look at how the Internet's laid out right Solid now. Solid state drives that yep. you, you can't even get like two gigabytes and yep. pay like less than a thousand dollars. It's like ridiculous. Well, no, no, I, I'm exaggerating for I, comedic effect. I love you. Okay. We um, all know how well why the PSP we goes. On this show? <laughs> why? Because you ripped our heart out and stomped on it. Yeah, is that we're going to talk about this now? Also, yeah, we're going to bring it out. Right air out now. Dirty laundry. <laughs> <laughs> this whole show is dirty laundry. Mm, I didn't do my laundry yesterday. <laughs> I didn't either, actually. I need to do mine, too. I need to do it right I now. Love, Colin, was, Colin laid in my bed while I sorted one it last of, night. One of my favorite things is Greg's internal struggle with laundry. I hate like, it so much. Like, when it comes up, you get, like your whole mood changes. You're like, ah, you know, I... Going to dinner tonight. I could Hopefully go, I do it when I come home. We'll see. I oh. could go to... We're just coasting. We you know, are, you know yeah. how I, you know, I'm very different about laundry because when I do it, I fucking do it as quickly as possible. Like I just get it in my head. I'm like, all laser right, focus. Wait, like laser, like have... I get it done. Is there a washer dryer in your apartment? Nope. No, there's one go a block away. Oh, oh, it's like a laundromat. I've yeah. thought about mm. talking to our landlord about if I just, all right, what if I throw you twenty bucks, forty bucks a month, just me? Can I get a, a night to do laundry down there? Because that would change it for me. I mean, in New York, I had really do you do you stand there and do it or do you just no, drop I, it off? I come home. Yeah, because you can. Oh, because no, in New I York there are places there. like where you could drop it off, and they just did it. And oh no, I I, I have done delivery service laundry here yeah. in San Francisco, where I'm just like I'm never gonna get this done. And we're if it wasn't for E3, I probably wouldn't end up doing that right now. Yeah, but it's like I need clothes because I'm leaving town, so I need to do something. I have one uh, of my apartment. Gotta change. If one in my apartment, you could bring your clothes to work, wash it at my apartment while you're at work, and then go back pick it up at the end of the day. No, no, thank you though. Okay. It's really not that hard to do laundry. No, it's not. Hard I told at all. you. It's I told just, you. I can get I, I can get my laundry done in about an hour and. 15 minutes 
Like it's really not that big of a commitment. How often? All right, we can stop and I do this it every and I do soon. it every two weeks. You could be on, resistant on the PlayStation podcast. But how how often do you do the laundry? Every two weeks. Every two weeks. Yep. Got it. See, I do mine mm-hmm. weekly. It depends on the week. Like if I if I have a bunch of like hoodies and heavy stuff, I'll do it that week. But usually I, I'll do it, go two weeks. I do one load, only one load. And like it'll be in the giant and, thing. Yeah, and, and there's like four different sizes. So depending on how big everything is, then I I pick one of the washing oh, machines, and then I just throw. And half the things I dry, air dry because uh, my my clothes are Paris. Like my my shirts are perilously close. Oh, I to being, you say from Paris. Yeah, they're from Paris. <laughs> they're perilously close to being like too small on me if mm. I if my gut grows a little bit more. So I don't want to dry them. Gotcha. But I just get it done. You just gotta fucking see what get you're doing. Done. See, like that, what you're doing there is the one load. That's helpful yeah. because what it is yeah. for me is I separate and I do all that, and then I, I, it's already overflown. You saw it last night; it's overflown out of the laundry bin. So I got three loads right there, and that, that's the three loads I can fit into the bin to take to the laundromat. Mm. E three predictions. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, this is an episode I plan to heavily promote, and this is <laughs> this is what we're spending the first half. Who cares? Number seven. I don't care. No, this is why people like this show. And if you don't, you get fucked and get out of my face. Oh, yeah. <laughs> number number seven. NBA 2K13 is in development and will be released on PlayStation 3 and other consoles on October 5th. Here's the interesting part. Oh, good. Fine. Strangely, no version of the game is in development for PlayStation Vita, but a version will be available on PSP. Weird. Um, it's why actually October. Happening. It's October second. Think we all know why it's happening. Yeah. Second. What? It's October second. Oh, okay. The fifth is international. Yeah. Oh. I didn't know anyone liked basketball, but in the United States. Yeah, that's true. I guarantee you, because that one's, that one's interesting for the fact of, what the fuck, man? Come yeah. on. Support yeah. the Vita. Do cross-play. It's a, here's, you want the Vita to succeed. You get it where you're making PS3 games. You're making the Vita game. You make them cross-talk. You put the code in the PS3 game. You sell it once. Get the game twice. Push people to buy the Vita. It's, it seems like it should be easy, right? Like I don't understand why it's not easier. It's too it's late Sony. for the Vita. It's, we'll talk about this with Shuhei next week. Okay. Because yep. it is a massive problem. Like, I don't understand. They need to start. It's obviously a money issue. You yeah. Know? I mean, to play devil's advocate, like, the PSP is still outselling Vita in Japan. Like, and they're, and they're really going to be buying up. They're going to snatch up this NBA game. I mean, in Europe, they're releasing a new model of the PSP soon. Yeah. So, who knows? I, I can't think of a more brilliant move than to have this new handheld that's struggling and then continue to make iterations of the old <laughs> handheld in which no new games are really coming to it. I agree. That's I, crazy. I, can't, like, I couldn't possibly think of a smarter move than that, actually. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's like Nintendo is kind of doing the same thing. Like, they, they, all the new Pokemon games this year are coming out in original DS. Yeah, like, and you can't even play DS games. See, there's, some, uh, there's something to be said about releasing PSP games because they can be played on Vita, obviously, not the other way around. The Pokemon thing is a little weird because you actually have to dig out your old DS to play well, them. I mean, you can play them on 3DS. They just, they're played in the resolution of the DS, and, and they look all terrible. You can either stretch them out or play them really small. Mm. But Anyway, this is the Sony podcast. I'm sorry. No, that's fine. That's interesting. <sighs> Conversational sometimes podcast. The, yeah, I mean, sometimes I'll talk speaking, about Diablo for 40 minutes. Speaking that's of Nintendo, true. number eight. We've known for some time that an updated port of Little King Story will be making its way from Wii to Vita. But now we know that the game is set to be released on Vita this summer. Yay! I think that's kind of cool. Yeah, I guarantee. That game looks cool. Yeah. Um, number nine, a new Ratchet and Clank game is coming. Insomniac Games is hard at work on a, on Full Frontal Assault, which will be released exclusively as a download on PlayStation Network. We'll have more information on it soon. The game is set to be released sometime in 2012. This is an I guarantee it, because it's newsy for the PlayStation stuff. It's a personal I doubt it. Stop making these games. Come on. This has got to be the last one. It, oh, man, that's what I thought about the last one, though. Every time. I mean, after all for one, I was like, well, clearly now they've learned their lesson. Yeah. Stop. A lot of people don't consider that a real Ratchet game. I understand, but still, it was like, come on. 
My my nephew loves all four. I like Ratchet. Is I know you do, one? but I mean, are you are you excited for another one? Uh, I get a little hesitant when they do the PSN version because I almost feel like is it going to be a downscaled version of Crack well, in Qu- Time? Quest for Booty was good though, right? I never played Quest for Booty. Oh, okay, yeah. so yeah, you're a huge Ratchet fan, yeah. I didn't say I was I'm a glad, huge I'm one. I'm glad they're I, still making these games to keep you <laughs> pretty happy. Pretty sure huh? I just said, I like Ratchet. I love porridge. Here's the porridge, sir. Well, I don't want to buy any porridge. Didn't say I love. Say I didn't love talk it. about porridge. <laughs> and then the porridge people are out of business. And then there's no Marcus porridge Marcus Smith people. can't feed himself anymore because of you. Marcus Smith doesn't deal in porridge. <laughs> I wonder if this is but actually... Keep it going. <laughs> I actually, I'm actually starting to wonder if this is Marcus Smith's game. Like, he's nobody. so he's such a bitter old man though though to be on a happy little cartoon game like this. I, I'll talk to him this week. We'll, some, we'll actually see them next week. There's some yeah, deep we're going melancholy to in yeah. Ratchet. There's some melancholy there. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. He's the last Lombax, except yeah. for when he wasn't. Spoilers in the last game that I'm sure you all played because Ratchet's so successful. Wow, mm. really? Where you're just gonna hate on it? Just man. think about if the, if the Resistance team really was moved over to Ratchet, then mm. think about how, just how dark and dire that game is gonna be. It's gonna be awesome. <laughs> think the about it like this. Think about it like for this. no reason. <laughs> PS3 comes out. Naughty Dog keeps making Jack games. We never get Uncharted. We never get The Last of Us. Come on. You're, you Go do something different. Yeah, but Insom- Insomniac's always had two teams. And now they have three. I mean, that's, what resist- that's where Resistance came from, dude. Hmm. I'm done. Okay. I'm, done with the, right. I'm done with the ratchet. All right, the show's mm- over. Number-, <laughs> <laughs> number 10. This is exceptionally exciting news for me. Okay. Bethesda is set to release an updated version of Doom 3 this fall. Mm. It will be called the BFG edition and will push Doom 3 to this generation of consoles in a fully remastered form. It will have trophies and will include Doom and Doom 2. That's fucking awesome. I'm so excited. I love Doom 3. So, boop. Dooms are cool. I guarantee it. Um, I hope that Doom and Doom 2 will have trophies as well. I think they will. That would be amazing. Um, Man, I haven't played the original Doom in forever. Me neither. I used to play the (laughs) shit out of that. Dude, I had it it in my graphing calculator in uh, high school. Original really? Doom. Yeah. How did that work? It was terrible. It was like the most broken, shitty thing. There was that and Wolfenstein. They were both terrible, and it was a big mess. God, I remember, I I remember when we had Mario on my ga- graphing calculator. That was oh, really? Yeah. That would be awesome. Remember when, remember when wow. you used to have the graphing calculators where you could technically store all the equations you needed to memorize? Yes. But then, yeah. So at the beginning of a test, they'd like walk around and make you wipe the memory of your calculator. Yes, I do oh. remember that. I do yeah. remember that. And... and uh, my favorite calculator game was Drug Wars. I loved that oh, game. I, I absolutely this. loved I that game. I remember this. It was like a it I was like just a text this. game where you would like buy and sell drugs for like different amounts of money and oh, then yeah. like accumulate or lose your money. It was like very simple, but it was it was really cool. And I think they it was like a there was a PC version of it. Well, I was too busy selling actual drugs. <laughs> oh, okay. You're like that was my life. Yeah. Drug Wars was my life. <laughs> it's based on me. Based on an Andrew Goldfarb. Uh, number 11. Sony is set to shut down its legacy SOCOM servers at the end of August. Affected games include all SOCOM titles on PlayStation 2 and PlayStation V. Uh, PlayStation, PlayStation V? Yeah. Uh, P. Oh, no. We just PSP. outed it. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Orbis. No. E- E3. E3. Uh, Mag SOCOM 4 and Unit 13 should be unaffected. I doubt it. Really? And who cares? Who That's cares? sad. The, uh, here's an interesting tidbit. Is that... Uh, the SOCOM servers will be shut down right around the 10th anniversary of SOCOM. Hello. Uh, number 12, the tragic fall of Big Huge Games and 38 Studios revealed some tantalizing news. Kingdoms of Amalar Reckoning 2 was in development, and the studio was in active talks with a publisher to fund and distribute the game. Bummer. This, yeah, yeah. This, Jesus, go far. This, uh, didn't hit it, did you? No, I missed it. I just got it back. I don't think we discussed this on last week's episode at all, did we? Because the news I wasn't didn't here. break then? Yeah, I don't think I'm talking to you. No, it was, I think it was the day. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I know. I forgot. <laughs> uh, I can't remember yesterday, whatever. Uh, 
This is really upsetting to me, not only because of the situation surrounding the event, but also because that I, I loved King of Zalamler. Word. I, was, I really enjoyed Word. it. Me too. It's an, excellent, it's an excellent game. I was. I really thought that they were going to be able to build a franchise out of it, and you know, maybe one day. Yeah, I mean, it's one of those things. Correct me if I'm. Oh no, I guess they don't forget all. Or take it back. EA doesn't own Amalur, right? It's Do unclear they, right now. Rhode Island might own yeah, it. Yeah, the soon. state of Rhode Island, I think, actually yeah. owns the name. Okay. It's it's really complicated. Even though, like, that was part of why this story is so crappy because it was actually being done by Big Huge in Maryland. Yeah. Um, but then all the 38 stuff in Rhode Island right. is going to impact the franchise. It just sucks. There's two things that are interesting about this, I think. The first thing is that they have a huge Bible of story for this game that, like, they never explored. And, and it was, like, one of the biggest things that they spent their time on. Yeah, totally. And I talked to R.A. Salvatore in yeah. 2007 about this when 38 got announced. And, like, he had already ta- he was already talking about the world he was creating. And it's, it's sad because, like, it, you know, they, they spent a lot of time on this. Obviously, like, like Goldfarb said, like, the game's excellent. And, yeah. and it's really sad that they're not going to be able to explore it. But there's a silver lining, I think. And I think that the game is – the, the – the assets, maybe like the pre-production, the docs and stuff, are, they exist. And I'm kind of hoping that the situation is that 38 basically reforms sure. when, they, when they have publisher money. Because I assume that EA is the studio, that they're the publisher they were talking with. And I assume EA would be willing to fund the game. Yeah. And then everyone gets rehired. Yeah, uh, yeah I mean, the, the rumor that I believe Joystick had was that EA passed on it. And this was a, a different publisher that they were talking to. And then when uh, the... Uh, Governor Chaffee from Rhode Island mm. said the game was a failure. Whatever comments he made, it scared off that potential investor, and that's why like Kurt Schilling is in a boatload of trouble. Yeah, he apparently lost a lot of his own money. So yeah, F- fifty million he might lose. That's like Greg Miller money. That is. That's, that's like my Pachise budget. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> uh, number thirteen. THQ has replaced its old president Danny Bilson with Jason Rubin. If Rubin's name sounds familiar, it's because he co-founded Sony's Crown Jewel development studio Naughty Dog. Uh-huh. The developer behind Crash Bandicoot, Jack and Daxter, Uncharted, and The Last of Us. Oh. So congratulations to him. Good luck to him. Guaranteed. Colin, I love when you do the Ripper Report, because I wrote that story, and it was a piece of garbage, and you just made it sound so nice with your little Crown Jewel thing. And this is great. I, can, can we do a thing where you read all my news stories to me? Sure. <laughs> yeah. I can do that. Most of these are your news stories, I think. Yeah. Uh, number 14, rumors are circulating that Sony is set to reveal a massive revamp to PlayStation Plus at E3. Eurogamer reports that the update will finally include support for PlayStation Vita, as well as a plethora of new features. This is in line with a report IGN broke earlier about Sony probing PlayStation gamers via polls for what they'd want in PlayStation Plus. We, of course, broke that because one of you wrote into us with the survey. So thank you. Keep doing that. Remember, you can reach us on the Twitter. I'm Game Over Greggy. Collins, no taxation. Palm Cider. Garfep. You can also yeah. email us at Beyond, but I don't check. Nobody really checks Beyond until Thursday. Yeah. Yeah, we, uh, we break a lot of great stories because of you guys. Because of you guys, yeah. Keep uh, that up. I have a really quick, stupid, uh, going to make me sound like a PlayStation newbie question. Okay. But I haven't picked up my Vita in a while. Whoops. Uh, but have did they ever fix the... The stuffs where you couldn't uh, view Vita trophies on like the PS3. No, and nope. PS3. And we will. I will. That is question number one for Shuhei Yoshida when we okay. see him next week. I don't think that's true, but I'll put it on for the list. me. For me, it, is it, it on the list? I already have it in my mind. I mean, that's that. The, well, the, the, the lack of integration. We started this fun thing where we're like, when we list the questions, and then now you're just keeping them in your mind. The lack of integration between PS Vita and, and PS3 is infuriating. Yeah. Uh, real quick before we jump the ship here, <clears throat> Rick wrote into beyond.ign.com. He said, "What hi, is Rick. the maximum?" Hi, says Rick. Probably. Hi. <laughs> what is the maximum amount you'd be willing? to pay for playstation plus earlier per year or oh either per year or per month and what benefits would you expect for that price i would pay twice as much for for playstation plus if they included vita like and had, i mean and vita, had as many freebies for vita as they did you yeah, know sure. for ps3 vita's no brainer yeah and 
and then they included like some other things like i think it would be cool to have like some netflix functionality where it's like hey like netflix is half as much if you're a playstation plus member or like amazon prime is half as much and like do those kinds of things i because i think and i've been saying you know i'm really proud of this by the way and greg knows and clements knows and maybe goldfarb knows because he listened to the podcast before he was on it I was pretty much the earliest person in the entire industry that was like, PlayStation Plus is awesome. You're all wrong. PlayStation Plus is awesome. PlayStation Plus is awesome. PlayStation Plus is awesome. Why you throw me off the boat? We did the same thing. I bought it, and then I called you and told you it was live. Yeah, yeah. We, 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 we. Greg is wearing a shirt right now. It says, fuck PlayStation Plus. I know. (laughs) But I'm saying, we we were collectively, if that makes you feel better. Sure. Huge advocates of PlayStation Plus, and everyone called us crazy for a long time, and now everyone loves PlayStation Plus. Yeah. You know? And I just... You know, just wanted to throw that out there that you have to give it a chance that it was that it ended up being totally fucking awesome, and yeah. I think it's actually worth more than you pay for it. So I agree with that. Didn't you do the math that it it, it factually is worth more? Than yeah, you it, it was yeah. like twelve hundred dollars yeah. last year or something like that. That's insane. All right, here's the questions we have right now on the Shuhei list that we've been really? building here over time. Well, uh, don't spoil all of. I mean, okay, fine. Uh, well, I mean, I mean, we they all they all got formed on this show, oh, so okay. listeners okay. would already know them. But no, it's cool. No, no, Garfep's go in control now. <laughs> Are we good to go? Yeah. Number 15, Sony has announced a new crossplay game for PlayStation 3 and PlayStation Vita. It's called Snapshot, and it is under development by Rookie Studio Retroact- uh, Retro Effect. It's due out later this year. That game looks really, really cool. These young, hungry like, rookies coming into the industry. That game looks great. We have uh, the trailer on IGN. You should definitely check it out. It looks, I st- it looks, I, I you told me really about cool. it yesterday, but I still haven't looked at it. What is it all about now? So it's like a side-scrolling platformer action game and you take pictures of things in the environment and then drop the picture into new places in the environment it's like you take a picture of a box and you need a box to jump up onto a ledge so you put the picture where mm-hmm. you need the box and then you jump onto it and use it and keep going it's yeah. a really cool idea and uh, i think the cross play feature is just saves sure. i love how often we're hearing about cross play like that's exciting to me i like that you know obviously we have sly and then we have this and then we have all that other and stuff. the big question though is the money yeah, Sly going to be a one-time purchase. Uh, well, you, ch- pure chess isn't crossplay, but no, it came ch- out on both. And he bu- I had to buy it twice. Uh, That's so crazy. The, speaking of Sly, real quick, I want you all to know that I went my my little, I went to Virginia for a little while too when I was on Long Island, and I lent my nephew the Sly Cooper collection so he can catch up and then play Sly Four when it comes out later. Gotcha. Clements has been trying to say something, he's giggling, but he's a yeah. wilting little flower who can't <laughs> get it out. I'm not a wilting little flower. Yeah. Yep. It's a re- we're really, I'm really building you up before I go to E3. Yeah, thank you. No, I'm fine. You can't, knock, you you can't knock me down. Well, I'm pretty sure I could. Could you? Yeah. What could you say to me? I don't want to say it because I, I keep it. It's, your, yeah, it's, your it's kryptonite your, ring. It's the kryptonite <laughs> ring. All right. Uh, I was just going to mention, uh, we never answered Rick's question after all that. What's about question? how much we would pay for PlayStation. <laughs> <laughs> Colin said just... double. Colin said double. I mean, right, yeah. I, it, for me, it, there is no answer. Like, I, I would want to see what it all is. If if we could get one that includes Hulu, that'd be and that would help right. it out a lot because I don't, I don't pay for Hulu Plus. Uh, the article we put up on IGN about the survey and stuff, their top tier deal was like seventy nine, I think, a year. 99 maybe 99 a year, but it was giving you a AAA game day one. You know what I mean? Stuff like that. I, I would pay for that. Sure, yeah. Yeah, I, I absolutely, especially, God, if they could roll in, you know, imagine how many services they could potentially roll into this if they did Call of Duty Elite and Netflix and Hulu Plus and Amazon Instant and all of those things, but you could just pay a one-time $100 PlayStation Plus fee. Like, I think that would be awesome. Like, yeah. That would be really smart. That would be totally How right. much would you pay? You don't, ever, you don't use it. You don't ever use it. I don't use it much. I So psychologically, I wouldn't want to go over like $75, but I don't know. I guess I guess if it was really like if enhanced as you guys said, uh, the hundred is oh, sort of reason. I would love you if you're listening, Shuhei Yoshida. Include DC Universe Online in there, the legendary, because I've, mm. I've expired and I need to buy back my. I gotta get in there with my thing. I'll do it after E3. Gotta get in there with your thing, huh? Yeah. Gotta yeah. get in there with my thing. <laughs> Greg don't, says that to me every night. Don't, <laughs> don't, don't start emailing yet. 
But when I, we come back from E3, I'm going to go back hardcore into DC Universe Online because I am aching to play more. So I will be needing people to play with. That is all. Got it. Number 16. Oh Rumors are circulating that Heavy Rain developer Quantic Dream will be showing off its new PlayStation 3 exclusive at Sony's E3 press conference. The same rumor states that Quantic Dream is working on two games at one time. Now, do you know what caused them to come out and say it? No. IGN. A, me- a mere five hours before Quantic Dream confirmed that they were going to come, or according to a source, confirmed that they're going to come. I put up, we put up an E3 predictions article, and in it I said that this could happen, and oh. I hope it does. And David Cage somewhere said... I, I, I'm going to make Greg Miller's dreams come true. Called up somebody at whatever it is, CVG, or I don't even remember, Eurogamer, and it was like, put me down as an anonymous source. <laughs> but I'm coming to E3 to show Greg a game. That's, that's huge. That's a huge, I guarantee it. Yeah. I yeah. really hope that's true, because that would be awesome. That yeah, could be the game to show. Like, yeah. I, I wonder if after all the hubbubaloo about <laughs> them not saying that Kara was not their new game, if that's just the, the basis for their new game. I, I hope it's not. not. I hope it's, it's something totally different. It'll be like, you remember the audition trailer they put up for no, but then Yeah, but then when they showed off the... The heavy, the section of Heavy Rain that would never be in the game ever, and it was Taxidermist. just for demo purposes, that was in the game. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. maybe there, someone will a character, have a car or a Madison, right, was in... Taxidermist. Was in, yeah. yeah. And then the girl in the in the audition trailer was the whore in the, in right, the right, in right. Heavy Rain. They use the same characters and models and actresses and stuff. <laughs> right. He what? means that literally. She was a prostitute. Yeah. Uh, number, a whore. number 17, after an epic... Whore is a little derogatory. No, it's kind of like when I say, if you call, call a woman a bitch, that's derogatory. But if I call the female dog a bitch, that's literal. Mm, so if mm. I call a prostitute a whore, literal. Okay. Number 17. Girls, write in to beyondatign.com with no, your opinions. No, again, prostitutes, write in to beyondatign.com and tell me it's horror offensive. <laughs> All right, there we go. After an epic way to slew of rumors and more, Konami has confirmed that Zone of the Enders 3 is indeed in development. Kojima Productions is working on the game and is in, it, and it's in its early prototype stage. Zone of the Enders came out in 2001, and its sequel came out in 2003. I doubt it. Okay. Where's mm. the fucking HD collection? Get that. How about we just make a game before we start announcing more games on top of other games that are coming. Yep, fair enough. Uh, Platinum Games, the makers of one of the great games of the generation, Vanquish. I Their upcoming game, Anarchy Reigns, has been delayed. (laughs) Strangely, the game is actually finished, but publisher Sega has changed the release date to an undetermined time. I wonder why. It's still set to come out in Japan, though, uh, on time in July. Okay. Sorry, I I take back that I doubt it, I guess. I I hadn't heard that news yet, so I guarantee that one. I thought we were talking more about Metal Gear Rising. No, no, no. God. I would just ignore any news. Because they put out, yeah, well, they did. They put the title screen leaked or whatever for the oh, E3 demo. Good. Yep. Uh, number How 19. Oh, sorry. No, really bad. <laughs> it, looked oh. like, it looked like a. That oh, was a Goldfarber coincidence. That. that was Clement. Oh. No, I was just asking, how did the title screen it look? Looked, it looked pretty decent. The video is up on IGN if you want to go look at it. I mean, it's got, it's got sorry, Raiden, it's got a sword. No, it's okay. Just want to get through these. I know. Why mm-hmm. are you having too much fun with us? Number 19. Check your inboxes because a little big plan of beta has begun. <laughs> If you signed up, you may receive a code inserted into the PlayStation Network that, that will give you access to the beta. You aren't guaranteed a code if you signed up, however. I, have, I guarantee it. I have been checking my inbox. I have not gotten mine yet. Very upsetting. Because mm-hmm. on top of the fact that I submitted like a normal person, let's say, hypothetically, I had played it recently and mm-hmm. it embargoed until the press conference. Mm-hmm. And let's say, hypothetically, the guy who was giving me the demo knew me from previous demos at Sony's things. And hypothetically, he promised he could get me into the beta and I gave him my fucking business card. Still not in the goddamn thing. That's quite the hypothetical. I know. But yeah, none of that happened, thank God. So I'm just hypothetically angry. You should hypothetically, though... Check out IGN.com uh, right after the press conference on Monday for previews of stuff. Maybe that, hypothetically. 6 p.m. Pacific. Also, I guess, yeah, you should just walk, be on IGN all, all of E3, of course. 
watch the yeah, you can watch us stream the Sony conference live, all the conferences live. Uh, at 6 p.m. though on Tuesday or 6 p.m. Pacific. Monday. Monday. Sony conference. If you have an Xbox 360, dust it off, plug it in, download the IGN app. You can stream all the conferences to your TV. Watch your PlayStation conversations on Xbox. Well, I know this is only this is only going to be for the amusement of you fine gentlemen in the room. But this yeah. is this is how a pen is not supposed to work. I'm like going to write. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> was, that, was that pen in the room already? No, this is my pen, oh, okay. and, I, and it just broke. It's a gag pen. Set, set no, someone up right. the bomb with that one. <laughs> Uh, it just it, it, it for those listening. It just my as soon as you start writing, the top of the pen just flies off. <laughs> it's just not how pens are supposed. Wait, grab to work. the tape. Where's that tape? Can we just can we do a show instead? Not doing a, a home improvement. A home improvement. Let's not do a home that, improvement, guys. That little that little gem is that, of a is Tim, the uh, thing still Tim going? You just yeah. Bash no, the table? That, no, we no, haven't. No. The, a table bash hasn't you stopped the computer here. in a long time. Uh, number twenty. NIS Ow. has revealed that it's working on a new game to commemorate its twentieth anniversary. The game is called Special Report Division and will be a PlayStation Vita exclusive. The game strangely takes place around television reporting. Mm-hmm. Um, I talked to NIS yesterday. Um, they don't know yet if they're going to bring it to the West or not. Yeah, it sounds like it's. And I doubt it because I don't. I don't think it'll end up coming here. But it's a cool game. I wish they would. That sounds yeah. cool. Uh, I like TV reporting. Me too. Keith Morrison. <laughs> He's going to do the I voiceover report. I do love TV reporting. Uh, uh, who is this man? Who is this man? Oh, yeah. You want to do your whole sweet, uh, what is it? Sweet Brown. Sweet Brown impression? No, we, uh, sorry, Beyond Audience, but we just got to Sweet Brown recently. <laughs> yeah, I don't know you, how we missed has it. Has everybody missed this internet yeah. gem on YouTube? Sweet, go you should sweet Brown. It. You should embed it. I'll embed, I'll embed, embed Sweet Brown sweet in this Brown. show. <laughs> In this I don't know what this is. Podcast article. It's you know wait to the show. You'll you'll see. It's an awesome, it's an awesome YouTube clip. Yeah. Number 21. It looks like, and this is the final one, it looks like PlayStation All-Stars Battle Royale will be coming to the PlayStation Vita after all. Yay. Sony has registered the URL BattleRoyaleTheGameVita.com, and a LinkedIn resume shows that a sound designer worked on the Vita version of the game. I guarantee yep. it, of course. It seems like this is the one we double talk on, though. Go far, goes yay. And then we talk about it, I'm like, oh, wait, the screen's going to be small. How are you going to see everything? I'm so, I'm, I stand by that. Yeah, I want to make a bet with Colin right now. Ooh, okay. Um, I was going to do this Another on my E3 one? predictions, but Jeez. it's separate. So, yes, it will definitely come out in Vita. And uh, I'm going to bet you now that the score for the Vita version will be equal to or higher than the PS3 version. <laughs> I can't make that bet because I might be reviewing it. Yeah, oh. we're, we have to have a title fight off. Damn it. Even though, interestingly, <laughs> here's an interesting one I forgot all about. Yeah. We we made I made a prediction at the beginning of the year that Resistance Retribution was going to score below a seven or something Burning like that. Burning skies, Burning skies. Sorry, uh, that it would score below seven, and then I forgot all about that prediction. Below an eight, like, I think you said. Whatever. Before I made a thing about the review score, not thinking I'd ever review it, but then I forgot about the prediction and reviewed the game. <laughs> so then all these kids, well, you win. All these, <laughs> all these people wrote in like, you got one of your predictions right. And I had to go back. I was like, what? That was fun. Way to go, Greg. Mm. You um, win. Before we get off the Roper report, uh, well, 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 are we still talking about this well, I was just going to say, I think on the Vita it can work really well. And I think um, what's great about the OLED screen is that like in Rayman, it's crazy action. gets really tiny, but you can always tell what's going on. You can see the fine details. That's so true. I, I think it's Rayman fine. is a good... Uh, Rayman Rayman's is actually design. better on Vita, I think, than PS3. I agree. I exactly. love the shit out I mean, of Rayman it, Origins on Vita. So it doesn't have multiplayer, but for single player, it's the definitive version is Vita. Uh, I agree. It's awesome. Yeah. Before we get off the Roper report, Dominic writes in with an interesting piece of Rover Report News, but it's more like for his his world. Anyways, and in, uh, the Beyond, anyways. So I was what? listening to some older episodes of Beyond. <laughs> this is Dominic. You write into beyond.ign.com just like you can. So I was listening to some older episodes of Beyond. In almost every episode, every episode, Jesus, I would hear listeners named Enzo de Gregorio write in. I then made the connection that I have an Enzo de Gregorio in my geometry class. The next day I walked by him and yelled to Hardy Beyond and began to walk away. But before I could leave, he said, if I wanted to know where I can find games for my PlayStation platforms, where would I go? <laughs> the official of well, playing PlayStation software on all three platforms by the IGN editors. Blah, 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 bleep, bleep. 
We haven't, we haven't done a good lead in a while. That was, that was a good, good one. one. Yeah. yeah, that was amazing. I fell for that but hook, line, and sinker. I, I miss Enzo. Enzo hasn't written in, or I haven't, I haven't asked an Enzo to Gregorio question in a long time. Yeah, he probably, yeah, I think he still writes I think Yair killed him. <laughs> Yair buried him in his backyard. Now he's asking all the questions. They're both characters <laughs> in the uh, Vita version of PlayStation All-Stars Battle Royale. The most, like, the most, like, gentle and humble of the Beyond listeners is straight-up murderer. <laughs> no one can ask <laughs> more go- questions than I can. <laughs> Going around killing all the Beyond <laughs> listeners. Uh, nothing on PSP. On PlayStation Vita, Resistance Burning Skies is out. You want to address that right away? Because we're the conversational podcast. Yeah, let's do it. Of course, we asked you who should review Resistance Burning Skies. Uh, Colin won the vote, but then Colin had to go home for a trip because we didn't get the game in time. So I reviewed it, gave it a 5-5, five five, right? Yep. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, you know, it's oh, it's mediocre. I thought it was a mediocre game. This caused all sorts of outrage over the internet because some sites were giving it 8s and 9s. I saw some site give it a 10. I'm like, are you fucking Wait, what? Me? Yeah. And then, but then, uh, but then, then there, and so then there was that. There were some 6s. Then there was me. Then Jim Sterling over and Destructor gave it a 2. Yeah, that's 2 left. So we have some some people writing with questions. We want to get to them right here. Beyond at IGN.com for any questions you have. YG writes in, I read your review and couldn't believe your score for Resistance. I played the demo and bought the game after that. Seems like a decent game. A good game, in fact. I want to know the Beyond Crew's second opinions. Plus Goldfarb, since he platinumed it. Yeah, you're not part of the, You're not part of the crew. First of all, I platinumed it before him. Yeah, before any of us. Yep. You're first in the world, I say. Probably. If you say, it, if you say it's true. Um, <laughs> so let's start with you, Colin. Okay. Mr. Resistance. Yes. What do you think of it? Um, it's not very good. I mean, it's it's. I think it's a totally competent and even a good shooter. I think it proves that it, the shooter is possible on Vita, and it was really surreal playing it on yeah. Vita. I knew it was going to be. It was very surreal be, being on the train and playing a first-person shooter. I've never done that before, obviously. Uh, but as a Resistance game, it's a failure. And you know, Resistance is all about story. And it's all about presentation. It's just not good in that in that way. I don't give a shit about Tom Riley. Yeah. And I don't give a shit about his family. And they never made me care about his family because when you meet Nathan Hale and you meet you know and you meet all the characters basically in Resistance, you don't care about them at first, and they make you care about them because Insomniac knows how to tell a good, good story. Yeah, you know, um, the major problem with it is that it took place between Resistance one and two, and that to me is like a huge issue with me because like it's like why do I care about any of this? All of these people I'm saving from all right, I'm uh, spoilers. Yeah, spoilers. From, I'm sa- wait, Bernie Skies? Yeah, Bernie Sky yeah. spoilers. I'm saving. And you can come back in about 20 seconds. I'm saving people from conversion centers, Chimera conversion centers, that are going to die anyway. You know? New York falls to the Chimera like that before Resistance 2 starts. And when Resistance 2 starts, you're on the West Coast and the Chimera pushing across. So it's like, this already happened and they lost. So who the sh- who cares about any of this? You know, it's just, it doesn't make any sense. It's just a weird... That was 20 seconds. Yeah, so it's back. No, it's, it, and it, we're fine now. No more spoilers. Um, it's just it was just a weird game, and I noticed that the, just the production value of the game was poor. The graphics aren't very good. Yeah. Uh, you know the the game you, you're putting your fingers all over the fucking screen to use secondary fire, which I understand you have to do that, but why not use the back touchpad for that kind of stuff? I agree. You know, yep. uh, the the end boss. I'm not going to talk about the end boss, but when you die in the end boss over and over again, you will understand how bad the checkpoints in the game are. Yep. They're horrendous. That, the fucking, online, uh, that fucking dialogue during that yeah it's stuff. yeah it's like you get to know it by heart like even little things like the intel in resistance 3 was so awesome like you, you found the intel was beautiful drawings handwritten notes all this stuff every piece of intel in resist in, in burning skies is just a typed type piece of whatever the story doesn't tie in really to capelli or to nathan hale at all like so you it's also, just like you don't need the intel it does nothing it doesn't there's no trophy for it there's no advantage to having it it's just a bunch of boring like 
Hey, Laura, today I found this virus. It doesn't look very good for me. And that's like all day. Yeah, like, because you don't know any of these characters. Like when you're, when you're reading stuff in Resistance 3 especially, it's like you care because like you, these things have happened. You know these characters and stuff like that. There's just no – the game had no heart. And I really – I don't understand why Sony would give the game to a developer like Nihilistic. I'm not trying to like like say like that they, they can't make a good game. Yeah. But like they don't have a great track record and they clearly didn't understand Resistance. I mean I'm just going to say they clearly don't understand what makes Resistance good because because what makes Resistance good is nowhere to be found in Burning Skies. Gotcha. You know? And that really frustrated me. I beat I beat the shit out of the game. You know? <laughs> I played the game. I beat it. I played multiplayer a little bit and then I deleted it. It's just not even on my feet anymore. You know, I'm like, I'm, I'm never playing this game again. It's just, it's, it, it's sad that's that's where Sony sent Resistance to die, basically, mm-hmm. and I, I think that totally sucks. And when when a studio, an internal studio like Bend, can do a game like Retribution that I know people really love, it was awesome. You know, then give it to someone who, you know, it's just like they were just like, eh, go do a Resistance game. You know, yeah. I, I don't know. I don't know if you feel the same way, but well, I'm only, uh, thanks for reading my review. You no, I did. But listed I'm, I'm a so- bunch of stuff that I listed. No, I agree with you. I mean, I, you know, that was my thoughts on it too. Like, I think it's a total. I kept saying it was a competent shooter. Like, you know, what I mean, it was. It's if you want to run around and shoot stuff, go ahead. Enemies aren't smart. They're not gonna. They're not gonna yeah, try the to AI flank you. Go for it. What do you think? I mean, I agree with almost all of that. I um, th- the problem for me was I didn't think the graphics were bad. I think they're pretty much on par with Fall of Man. Like, I think that for a handheld, I think it was actually fine. But like the cutscenes, yeah, why do the like, cutscenes artifact? Why do they like, get all pixelated? Yeah, they're like crappy YouTube videos on an iPhone. Like they look terrible. I don't know why they. Oh, what a mess! And the cutscenes themselves are like they don't even have anything to do with the story. The cutscenes are unskippable. They're like like stealth loading screens, and they're like a random dude giving a radio address about events separate from the. The, the chapter you just finished and the chapter you're about to start. So it's just yeah. a random... There's one at the end that actually talks about a fireman that I thought was interesting, but, like, all the rest of them have nothing to do with anything, and you don't care about... See, you say you didn't care about Tom Riley. Tom Riley didn't even exist. The only character in the game is Ellie, who's this, this girl you're talking to the whole time. Worst character of all time. Like, <laughs> the most empty shell of a character they worse could possibly than put in. Yes, worse than Kratos. See what was interesting for me, and this is a spoiler too. But like, there's this one point where you land, you jump on top of Ellie while she's on the ground to protect her from something. Yeah. And there's this moment there of like the connection of like, oh, we're attracted to each other. What do we do? And then I was like, wait a second, I'm looking for my wife and kids. Exactly. Like, yeah, so do I not like my wife? And yep. then I eventually find my wife, and it's like, uh, but that's um, one of the illusions. It's supposed to be sad. It's like uh, that's yeah. one of the illusions. Though. They allude to that several times. I'm like, I'm like, he's totally gonna get with this chick. Yeah. You know, while yeah. he's looking for his wife, and I'm like, that's kind of dark. Yeah. And that's kind of cool. But then, but then they, they never explore it. Like the game just. <laughs> It's just, as a Resistance yeah. fan, I was like, this is not, I, I don't know. Because people have been asking me on Twitter, like, as a Resistance fan, should I play it? I'm like, okay, probably, because it's it's a part of the story, but feels like this is not game. an Insomniac game. Like, yeah. this is not an Insomniac game. And and it 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 it's too bad that it's not the quality of the Insomniac game. And the AI, man, you, you brought it up, I know, in your review, and you just yeah. brought it up now. The AI sucks in the game. And that's really frustrating, frustrating, because the Chimera is supposed to be really smart. And Insomniac always did a really nice job, especially in Resistance 3, of making the Chimera really smart. Like, they would flush you out, they'd throw grenades at you, they'd chase you, like, they would work together. Like, there's none of that. Like, they would just be, you know, dude, I would just be clobbering dudes with my axe. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And I'm exactly. playing the game on hard, you know? And they're, I'm just, like, just destroying dudes with my axe, and their backs are turned, they have no idea what they're doing, and... The trophies like, are uh, stupid. There's no <laughs> you, playing it on hard. There's no reason to do it. There's yeah, no I played on hard for it. no reason. There's no, it just makes it slightly more frustrating. Like, it makes you weaker, basically. Um, but yeah, it's not, you can plat- not even just beat that game, but platinum that game in, in one six hour sitting if you wanted to. Sure. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. No reason to find the intel, no reason to explore anything, no reason to figure out what the characters are. Yep. Multiplayer is super simple. I mean, so that, all of that being said, when this is eventually on Amazon for nine ninety nine, totally fun 
serviceable game that will that will if you have a long flight or something it'll it'll pass the time but like for 40 bucks glowing review man it, it's, oh it's definitely not a 40 yeah, for, I mean, for 10 dollars and a flight that you need to pass the time <laughs> with it's just like no I, further i don't take it i don't take away like like you know shitting on a game like that especially because i really liked what i played at gamescom because yeah. it was so like i said it was so surreal and mechanically the game's fine like i think if the if if the game was as good as its mechanics i would have given you know i would have if i reviewed it given it a higher score but everything else about the game is just uninspired resistance is all about presentation it's all about story it's all about characters and they just weren't there and they're telling yeah. me a story that i already know the outcome to the spires are landing in New York City and they're taking everything over. I fucking know that. You know? It happened in 2008. <laughs> yeah. You know? Like, there's no like atmosphere to it. It just, it, you're just walking and completing your dumb arbitrary exactly. objective. It's, it's go to and, this, go to that. Yeah. So there you go. Colin would agree, great, agreed with me. Yeah. Goldfarb agrees with me. Sorry, people who were looking for Colin to save you. I, I wasn't it. a real resistance fan. You shut up. You yeah, don't you, you, you even know how to turn on a Vita anymore. Yeah, I don't even know how the Vita works. <laughs> What came to the PS3? Uh, Arkham City Game of the Year. Oh, yeah. Edition. Uh, Dirt Showdown and Atelier Maruru, The Apprentice of Atelier Ireland. Atelier Maruru. Our own Vince Freelancer gave that a six. Yeah, a six, I, I believe. Yeah, a yeah, flat six. I played a little bit of it. It's, you know, it's a JRPG. Yep. Let's talk about the digital downloads. Okay. Uh, Harley Quinn DLC came on as add-on content to Arkham City, but it's kind of its own standalone thing. But it's not. It's not like Infamous. You, you need Arkham City, but... Good stuff, you should play it. Uh, PSN games, Assassin's Creed Revelations came, Mad Riders came, Pure Chess came, Rayman Origins came. Pure Chess review by the end of the week for Vita and PS3. Vita got Pure Chess as well, and Burning Skies, which is already beaten to death. Uh, demos, uh, Mad Riders on the PSN, uh, Burning Skies in the Vita, and Gravity Rush in the Vita. So you can see what you think of uh, the controls in general. You were just yeah. talking about this, you read my review, 7-5, yeah. we talked about this last week. Yep. And then you started playing though, what do you think of it? So I'm like probably I'm on like the seventh or eighth mission I think, and like sure. Gravity Rush is I, I think your review spot on. The difference between people were like saying, "Oh man, I can't believe you only gave it a seven five. Like the game is good. I mean, it's really fun, and I love like everything about it. Like it's kind of the opposite of Burning Skies. I think the the character is great, the atmosphere is great, the art style is great. I think there are definitely control and camera issues for me. Like yeah. I'm, I'm trying to lock on enemies, and it's very frustrating because like early in the game before the upgrades like you really don't have that much health and and your stupid meter your gravity thing goes down so quickly but like as you upgrade and as you go through like it, it's a really fun game and i expect to spend a lot of time with it yeah so i like that one like it, right now like gut reaction i would totally recommend that one yeah i mean like, i recommended i still recommend yeah. it as a seven five it's, like it's deep too like there's like all these side missions and stuff like that's a game that well side does, missions are challenges yeah, I mean they're fun. Like I like them though. Like I hate that shit. I hate. I mm. hate. I would much rather story content. Like, of course, Gravity oh, of Rush. Course. I keep calling Gravity Rush like Groundhog Day because one of those games where I'm gonna totally platinum this. Like I'm a few trophies short, and I just have to do these races, and I'll pick up the thing, and I'll get through the race, and I'll like not even get close to the time, and I'll get all frustrated. I'm like, I'm putting this down. I'm not even gonna do it. And then the next day, I'm like, I'm gonna platinum Gravity Rush. I'm gonna yeah. totally. Nah, I just keep doing. It's a circle of never ending hate. Hey Greg. Yeah. Then you hook me up with a sweet code for Gravity Rush. Uh, uh no. Okay. I can try. We'll see what I can do. You can Got take it. my copy of the game when I'm done with it. Yeah, I have the library copy, so you can take mine when I'm done with mm, it, too. Mm, 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 mm. You know people. You can, you can reach out for your own codes. Yeah, sure. You're, so, not, you're not dead in the water yet. It's a yeah. game you should play. I, I, I'm only a couple hours into it, so I'm not going to like judge the entire package, but I absolutely agree. The controls, there's a big problem with the controls in that game. In my like, it's a, it's a glaring problem, I think, in, in my opinion. But it's only when you're battling. Like I, the actual controls in terms of exploration and jumping and moving around, I think are fine. I just think yeah. it's, it's it's really just that lock on mechanic that's a problem. It's, well, it's the me. nature of that kind of game. I mean, like yeah. it's very it's a disorienting game, but I, I, that's the way it's supposed to be. But I agree. Like I even I think it's that game where you're. 
no, no, no. I'm sorry. I'm thinking of Rainbow Moon. Which, by the way, I, well, I will be reviewing after E3, which is a PSN game. Rainbow Moon, when you're on the menus, makes an, the no, same noise that Final Fantasy VII makes when you're going through the, the menus. Really? Like, just absolutely the same noise. Gravity Rush is, um, <laughs> during the little, like, comic book style cutscenes, if you move the actual Vita around, you, it's like a different look. It's kind of cool. Yeah. It's like, it's a, like yeah. you're moving the comic page It's around. like a gyro, yeah. Yeah. Like a gyro. Like a hero. Like a hero. Like, we should go get Mediterranean today. Can't, but thank you. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, next week marks E3, the Electronic Entertainment oh, oh, Expo. My... Yeah. It's the one where all the ga- people announce games. We see all the games. We stay up late writing about games. So you should come to IGN.com all next week. Watch the press conferences. It kicks off, I believe, uh, not press conferences, but coverage starts Monday morning, 6 a.m. I have a Spider-Man exclusive going up with an exclusive up at noon in it. And then all the conferences start. Sony's at 6 o'clock that day. We'll be live yep. streaming all of them. Come here, watch them. But as an annual podcast beyond tradition we make predictions about e3 what we think is going to happen usually we do three for some reason colin demanded we do five this year it's, it'll be funny for the, it'll be good for the score and, and it'll give us a bigger variety of things if you want to know how the scores broke down last year mitchell morgan m dog wrote in he let us know uh last year i won i had 2.5 out of three predictions correct Colin had 0.5 out of three predictions, correct? <laughs> and Ryan wasn't here. <laughs> what, did we know what the predictions were? Did he write in? No, nope, he didn't write down what the predictions actually were. Okay. So thanks for nothing, Mitchell. Get fucked. Uh, dude, come on. Oh, dude, you know I'm joking. I don't know. All I right. think uh, all jokes have a hint of truth. So we're going to go around the table. We'll, we'll each run, read off one of our five predictions. Uh, I know Colin made a backup one so we don't double up on people yeah. if we have to. Um, the most important thing, I think this goes for most of us, if not all of us. For me in particular, I already had a conversation with Goldfarb. Back in the day, people remember Jeremy Dunham being Nostradunamus on uh, GameScoop, where he'd come in and make some crazy prediction that it would come true. As I've pointed out before, that's because Dunham knew off-the-record stuff, <laughs> and he would just slyly fit it in there. So I, I, my predictions aren't that strong. They aren't that good, but it's because I know things that will happen at E3. So rather than come in here and be a douche, I did it. So I make some bad predictions in here. Well, I think we're all on the care. same boat on that one. All, all right. yep. Also, I'd like to point out that I took a little bit of a different approach this year for my predictions. Okay. Yeah, His are about the Nintendo conference. Yeah. <laughs> All right, I'm going to start and then we'll go around the horseshoe. Okay. Right. I'm starting. My number one, a Sony exclusive wins IGN's game of the show. Mm. Whether it be The Last of Us, if Quantic Dream shows up, if it's Kara, if it's not Kara, if it's something crazy, right. whatever. Sports Champions Heavy 2. Heavy Rain 2. Sports Champions 2. Heavy Rain 2 would be awesome. <laughs> Okay. Go for it. What do you got? My number one is that uh, despite the fact that Bioshock Infinite will not be appearing at the show, I think uh, Bioshock Vita will be discussed during the Sony conference. Mm-hmm. Because last year, Ken Levine came out talked about sure. it. I think we'll get some kind of concrete details, concept art, whatever. Gotcha. My first of wonky five predictions. Some obscure PS3 bundle that no one cares about will be discussed during the press conference. Will it be announced or discussed? So like the Call of Duty Modern Warfare 3, does that count? It's already announced if they come out and they talk about it again. Oh well, I was I was trying to keep mine vague just for fun, but uh, that's cheating. something new. Now you're cheating. Something no, something new. new. Announced. Yeah, something, something new. new. Gotcha. Yes, gotcha. that's what I that's what I meant. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. and that no one will care about because maybe someone cares about the modern warfare thing. Sure. There will be no mention whatsoever of PlayStation Four at the conference. Okay. Mm. Let's go. Let's come go. back to me later. We'll talk. <laughs> um, my number two, Patapon Vita, will not be shown. No mm. pad upon Vita mm. at this. Mm. It's kind of a weak one. Because I, I, I could say they're not going to mention Beyond the Beyond 2. <laughs> okay, well, that <laughs> one would be stupid. <laughs> okay. Um, I think we will see Infamous on Vita, not by Sucker Punch. Okay. Ooh, that's a cool one. I like that one. My number two. Two new PS Move games are announced during the press conference. 
one will look awful and the other will look even worse. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Uh, PlayStation Vita will receive a price drop. Mm. See, mm. One, one of mine's about this, but it's very specific. So. Okay. Well, yeah. we can, yeah, okay. 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 Number three, Monster Hunter Vita will be announced. Oh, okay. oh. that's it, yeah. It's a good one. Yeah. Ooh, okay. That was a good one. Uh, I think, it, yes, I think Vita will get a price drop, I think specifically to $180, which is the price of the 3DS. Okay. Is, that, is that your number three? Yeah. Okay, got it. My number three. Kaz Harai will pause awkwardly at least one time during his speech for an extended period of time. <laughs> <laughs> is going to walk away with this. <laughs> they, Sony will show The Last Guardian. It will receive a release date. It will come out this year. Whoa! I like that one. Wow. You're going to come away with like what point? A yeah. three, 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 repeating point, yeah. on one of those. <laughs> uh, all right, number four. Call of Duty Vita will be revealed... It isn't Black Ops 2. Ooh. Interesting. Uh, okay, I think we're going to get move integration in either Resident Evil 6 or Assassin's Creed 3. Mm. <laughs> Number four. Poor Vita sales will be addressed by Trenton's corporate-friendly sense of humor. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> These are good guesses. Uh, number four. Guerrilla Games will show Killzone 4. At mm. the conference, and they will mm. play it like Marcus Smith played Resistance 3 last mm. year. Gotcha. Mm. Number five, Killzone Vita will be revealed and dated. Ooh, sexy. I like sexy, these predictions. Sexy. These are really good this year. Okay. In, in direct opposition to Colin Moriarty, my number five is that, I'm, I'm going to say very, very, very end of the conference, they will say the words, no logo, no title, no anything, but they will say, and next year we'll release the PlayStation 4, or next year we'll release a new console, whatever. There will be a very subtle tease at the end of their conference to one-up Microsoft. Very subtle, yeah. except they're just blatantly stating well, it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying they're, they're not going to say any kind of, they're not going to do any details, no logo, no anything, but they, they'll just, you know, let out the fact that next year is when the console is coming. Gotcha. And in number five, the only semi-serious one I had, Last Guardian will not be dated. Mm. Uh, my last one. This is a multi-pronged one. The rumors are that Quantic Dream has two games in development. Mm. Quantic Dream will show both games. One will be for PlayStation 3. One will be for PlayStation Vita. Mm. And Sony will announce that they bought Quantic Dream. Mm. Wow. wow. <laughs> there <Sorry>. you go. <laughs> wow. All right. I hope any of these come true because these all sound awesome. And we, we just made a good E3 for Sony. Yeah, exactly. So we should probably do that one. What, so what happens if not a single one of these comes through? We all just quit. Okay. <laughs> we don't deserve to be here. <laughs> we don't have our finger on the pulse of anything. Um, Andrew Prima wrote in, for listeners playing at home, uh, could you guys make a drinking game for the Sony E3 press conference? Ooh. I.e. a shot every one time in the audience booze, a keg stand if Kevin Butler comes out. Shall we make one? Sure. Let's just each toss in a rule. Okay. Right? okay. Um... I didn't think ahead on this one. I needed anybody else, right? Because you, know, you didn't know I was going to ask. Every time question. a PlayStation Move game is shown but does not work, <laughs> take a drink. Like right. with, uh, yeah, 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 with yeah. NBA 2K. All right. With uh, <laughs> and my my rule is that during the any awkward, extended awkward pauses of Kazurai, you have to be like shotgunning a beer. You have to like. By the way, this is all if you're legally allowed to drink. Sure, of course. Uh, you have to be drinking a beer during the duration of any Kazurai pause. God help you if they actually show the PlayStation 4 and he's holding it next to his head for 90 seconds. <laughs> well, you better have a real big can of beer. Um, okay. I say that uh, take 
Wait for it. This is formulating in my brain. Sure. Okay. Every time they say something positive about the launch of the Vita without saying numbers, take a shot. Take okay. a shot? Yeah. <laughs> you <get> hammered. <laughs> and then a, a sake bomb for every awkward celebrity that comes out. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they have to have, like, a lot of variety of things right yeah, yeah. here. <laughs> well, we weren't playing with this one. <laughs> Those are good predictions. Yeah. That was a good one. Let's see how many come true. Uh, we will be podcasting Beyonding next week. It'll be our final Thursday show. We will put it up then. Uh, and then we move to Tuesdays when we come back from E3. So I can tell you now, we're going to have Shuhei. We're going to do our own little thing. Mm-hmm. Um, also working on getting Jim Sterling from uh, Destructoid mm-hmm. uh, on the show as well. We'll try to patch all those in together. And we'll have one awesome E3. Oh, yeah, yeah. You're not getting multiple shows. Yeah. We'll, do, we'll do the normal thing where we have the Shuhei interview, Jim interview, maybe something with the PlayStation Block guys, then just something. And that'll be, the la- you said, the last Thursday podcast? Yeah. And then when we come back on Tuesday, we'll record again. Correct. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Am I on the Tuesday one? If you want to be on a car. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Let's get some people, questions. People are asking me. A lot of people are tweeting me asking if I'm, if I'm doing we'll, this. We'll, it, we'll, we'll figure it out. Okay. All right. <laughs> if you want to be on the show, if you want to be part of the show, beyond at IGN.com, just like Ziggy did. Ziggy. I love that comic. Good comic. Beyond. 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 With new sports champions, Dance Star, and Ratchet Games just being announced, along with God of War, Little Big Planet Karting, and PlayStation Battle Stars Royale. Battle okay, Ziggy. Stars. Being That's actually a better name than what they... Yeah. What the hell could Sony still have left to show at E3? I think you should be... Here's what I'm going to say, Greg, real quick. Yeah. The more games that they announce before E3, the more excited you should be about E3. That's what I keep saying. Because yeah. why wouldn't they just hold all these games if they didn't have a lot of shit to show at E3? Ziggy says, does this mean the Vita will make up the bulk of the supposed 20-plus new gaming experiences that we were promised a while ago? Yes. yes. Yeah. I, it, so. I think I it's really going to be like 70-30 so. Vita PS3. I hope so, but I mean, you still figure... 70 Vita games? Whoa! Yeah, 100 games in action. <laughs> you still figure it's still going to be... We say all that in this announcement. It's still going to be they come out and show The Last of Us a new section. They come out and they show a new thing of God of War. They come out and they show a new thing from All-Stars. It's like, I don't understand... I mean, they got us excited. They gave us the basic details, and I guess now is just when you come in with the second... You know, it's the one-two punch, right? Now the other one is like, look at this awesome stuff that's added to it or whatever. Why are you laughing? Nothing. Sorry. Why are you being a giggle post? Don't worry about it. Giggle puss. Stop like being that. a giggle puss. I think I think we're gonna get a cool Vita. Sorting we're gonna get out. a Vita, you know, freaking teaser trailer. And we'll have a whole bunch of games in there that we'll have to slow down and try to figure out. Oh, is that Fat Princess? I don't know. Oh, rewind it. Boo. 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 Go. We got quick fire from Andrew in New Jersey. Cipher Filton. Colin. That was mm. sort of a Cipher Filton. What yeah. color 3DS will you be purchasing? Castlevania is coming after all. Time to man up. Uh, all right, so I want to address this. A Let's lot of address people, it. A lot of people have been, te- uh, been saying this to they me. Text I, you? Yeah, they've been texting me. They've been tw- <laughs> they've, please don't text me. They've been, they've been tweeting me saying, oh, a Castlevania game. I never said a Castlevania game coming to 3DS is when I'll buy it. I said when a Metroidvania-style Castlevania game, which is just clearly not from the screenshots, comes to 3DS, I will buy a 3DS. With that said, I did say about a month ago when uh, New Super Mario Bros. 2 was announced that I will be buying a 3DS for that. So it nullifies it. So for New color? Super Mario Bros. 2? Uh, I don't even know what colors are available. There's red, black... Aqua blue. Black, just so I guess it, you don't see the scratches and stuff like that. Yeah, it's also, that's the only one that's not really super two-tone, because the inside's always black. Okay. Yeah, black I, I'll probably go with. Okay. That's just like my GameCube. Yeah. Ryan. Yeah. Any workout tips for me? I'm a skinny guy looking to gain some weight and get more fit. Mm. I, uh, 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 what do you, uh, Goldfarb's poking my arm. Look at that big muscle. Here's the problem. I actually don't know how uh, the, the healthiest way to gain weight while building muscle mass. I mean, uh, the, um, the most... 
milkshakes. Average. Yeah, I mean, the, the thing to do is just re- to still eat really healthy, be drinking a lot of fluids, but also increase the amount of protein that you're taking into your body, be it through protein bars, protein shakes, just like eating a lot of, you know, really healthy white meats like uh, white meat, turkey, chicken, fish, just, you know, increase protein, do a lot of weight lifting safely, consult a physician if you require it. Yeah, when I, um, after I had mono uh, in early high school, I had to do like an all protein diet to put weight back on. And yeah, like lots and lots and lots, like eat like a fucking whole turkey every night. (laughs) Well, all right, let's, you know, he should probably talk to a trainer or a doctor. No, I think I'm the expert on this one. The the safest thing to do if you're ever trying to adjust your weight dramatically, either less weight or more weight, is to consult your doctor first about what their advice is for your body, because that's the best way. All right, Greg, I just picked up Dead Space 2 late, I know. Did you platinum it? Uh, no, I did not. I start. I got them all down to the, except for the hardcore one and then one I missed but I was going to pick up during hardcore mode. And I started hardcore mode and did the whole – I played it for like three hours at work one day and then I, di- I got killed cheaply. And then I was like, I'm never going to – this is never yeah. going to happen. This will never happen for That's me. That's all you need is the hardcore mode trophy? Yeah. Wow, you should just do it. But you have to do it without dying or you can only die – you, no, can, you can die as many times as you want. You can only save three times in the entire yeah, game. Yeah, that's right. Oh, yeah. you can only save three times? Yeah. So that's a to, pretty cool trophy. Yeah. Yeah, sure. It, it, it's it's very reminiscent of. I feel like that's almost an ode to Resident Evil, in a way. You yeah. know, which is cool. I wish they. By the way, I wish they'd bring Ink Ribbons back in Resident Evil. I think I'm the only person that likes those. That was the God. Best. You wouldn't be able to save without an Ink Ribbon. I, I don't know, man. Shit. I loved that. I, that I loved shit. that. It was so awesome. It was such an awesome idea, especially back in the day. Back in the day. Well, back in the day when it was like we, you know, didn't have lives and we could sit in front of our, you know, you know, we we. we yeah, yeah, okay. All right. George writes in <laughs> Shuhei Yoshida needs an introduction like he only does everything, Colin Moriarty, and Time Mage Ryan Clements. Mm. What do we got for him? You got anything? I mean, President. Let me marry him. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's pretty, pretty, that's pretty, that's pretty, pretty good, good title. That's a pretty good title. title. Can he be Colin Moriarty's personal hero? <laughs> He's all of our personal heroes, though. Yeah. Okay. And then final question comes from Ben O'Donnell. It's for me, too, so you guys can take the night off. Cool. Uh, Greg. I saw you're the first to comment on Rich George's feature on WWE 13. Are you excited for this game, or you think it'll be like the others and we'll pass? Beyond. Uh, beyond, Ben. Yeah, I was the first to comment on Rich's uh, article. Even if you don't like WWE 13, you should go check out Rich's article because uh, it's got this awesome layout. We did the covers different for it. It was a really, really nice visual presentation. And I was excited looking through it and reading it and going back to the Attitude Era. And then I looked at the teaser trailer. I was like, man, this looks like every other WWE game still. Like, still doesn't look that much different at all. Not to mention, it can never be a good sign for the current state of the WWE if they're like, hey, here's something from 15 years ago. You're in the Attitude Era. It's like, ugh. So I'm, I'm excited enough to look at it more and more as Rich continues to cover it. But until then, now I'm still not feeling it. Bro. Got it. Cool. Cool. Yep. This has yeah. been Podcast Beyond, episode 242. Remember, at E3 next week, the biggest show in games, you should be there too. Come to IGN.com, watch all the conferences, read all the news. If you got the ad Xbox, download the IGN app and stream all the conferences. You're also streaming the live show. I should have pointed that out, I guess. The live show schedule is slowly getting announced. I don't think it's, I don't think it's all public no, yet. No, it's not public yet, yeah. All right, the live show, as usual, will have the biggest games of E3 on it. If you are a Sony fan, as by listening to this, you are. I would suggest tuning in the first day of the live show, which is Tuesday, the afternoon segment i believe is all dominated pretty much by mm-hmm. sony stuff and you'll be able to see uh the three of us be hosting various segments throughout yeah. the show yeah not gold farb sorry not gold farb so gold farb's got to be up in the cinderella tower washing the floors it's, i'm too ugly to be on camera anyway no. so. the oh, cinderella oh, come tower. on please <laughs> 
Uh, I guess be, I, be combined, I combined it some things. Be excited for E3. There's going to be... I, 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 I love E3. Like, I, I think, like, as stressful as you said, Diz, like, I think, uh, especially if you're sitting at home in your pajamas eating cereal watching it, like, that's the way yeah, to do it. That's different. <laughs> yeah. That's very different E3. But yeah. with that said, I'm still very excited. I'm yeah. excited for the conference. For sure. Uh, if you want to see what's going on at the conference, make sure you follow us all on Twitter. IGN is IGN. Uh, Colin and I will be at the conference. I'm game over Greggy. Colin is no taxation. Uh, we'll be tweeting throughout it. We'll be doing bumps and stuff and all crazy crap. I'm making an appearance in the PlayStation blog live show. So turn over to watch that, but then come back to IGN and watch our, our version of the live stream as well. Uh, Clements will be in the war room, non-stopping it up. Yep. You can follow him at Palm Cider. I'll be the one most of the time choosing what you're seeing on IGN.com. He so will make the choices. I will make, I will make the, so diff, be the tough choices. So there will be all PlayStation stories. All yeah. Xbox stories. All Diablo stories. All Diablo <laughs> stories. Not for me covers of Diablo. <laughs> Follow Andrew at Garfep. Greg always regrets fucking elderly people. That's your mnemonic device to remember that one. Thanks for that. And remember to tweet uh, Alexandra Daddario for me. Yeah, get on that. Hook everybody, me up, everybody guys. Get on that real quick. <laughs> I'm so lonely. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> to be part of the show, beyond.ign.com. We'll be back next week without reader mail, probably. Unless you got Shuhei Yoshida questions, send those in. Uh, but we'll be talking about E3, as usual, on Thursday. Then we jump to Tuesdays after that, where we'll have nothing to talk about, because we'll have just done a show. So, suck that up. As always, we end the show with a song. You want to be the song, beyond.ign.com. This one comes from The Velvet Chameleon. Oh, I know The Velvet Chameleon. <laughs> hey, Beyond Crew, I've been listening to the podcast Beyond since episode one, during the excitement of getting my first console, PS3, since the Sega Genesis. Uh, talk about sensory overload. I've been falling behind on the past couple of episodes, but I hope it's still cool to submit music. It is. Thanks for admitting something I would never know, too. Uh, <laughs> attached is a song written, recorded, mixed, and mastered out of my little bedroom in Canada. He, that's how he said it. It's absolutely amazing what technology allows us to do these days, and it's been a wild ride getting this song done. All my music is available for free on my website, thevelvetchameleon.com, and all is self-produced. Happy listening and rock on. Uh, Velvet Chameleon did not write the song title in his thing, so he doesn't get the song title. But here is the Velvet Chameleon song, whatever the title may be. <laughs> Beyond. 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 Beyond.
Gross. Get up on it. Get up on it. I'm yeah. there. I'm I'm as close as I could possibly Keep be. talking. Be, be hey. as close as you can be to me. Hey, how's it going, Greg? It's me, Andrew. I'm in love with... Uh, uh, what? Uh, what? Sorry, I was trying to think of a hot actress. Alexandra Daddario. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.